This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. Today, we have a really cool conversation to share with you. Uh, we, Folks, if you haven't figured this out by now, we care so much about you. Uh, we really want to serve you at the highest level. It's the one reason we started this podcast. It's the number one reason we launched Living Your One Thing. And we've learned so much from our members on what it takes to live the one thing at a really high level. And also because we are on our own road to mastery, trying to constantly figure out how do we serve you better. Anytime uh, somebody leaves the membership, we really make a point to ask them questions. And in some cases I get on the phone with them, which, you know, my schedule is a little crazy and and I make a point to time block and reserve time because it matters. We want to know how we can serve people at a higher level. Today, you're going to he- get to hear a conversation that I recorded with a woman who had dropped out of the membership community and just, <laughs> oh boy, we get into accountability and taking responsibility for yourself. It's really interesting how sometimes you just need another person to have a conversation with to really help you sift through all the clutter so that you can get really clear on what your one thing is. And at the end of the day, what we have learned is that accountability starts by looking in the mirror. And no matter how good this podcast is or how good any implementation program we create is, it'll never be able to make a difference in your life if you first and foremost are not the type of person who chooses to be accountable. So with that, let's get into this conversation with Carrie Meese. I feel really fortunate because I get the opportunity to work with so many amazing people in our community and our customers and get to be a part of their world. And they trust me with being a part of their goals. And more often than not, almost everyone is focused on health. And at the core of that is diet and eating a balanced diet. But eating this kind of diet, it's a huge time commitment and it's easy to get knocked off track. That's why it's so great to have a solution when you don't have the time to do the prepping and the cooking and the cleanup, but you still want to eat healthy. That's why we partner with Factor. And Factor is chef-created, dietitian approved meals that are ready to go in just two minutes. With Factor, there's no prep, no mess meals, Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. The variety of different options and meals that they have is really impressive, but go see for yourself. Head to factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150 to get 50% off. That's code 150 at factormeals.com slash 150 to get 50% off. Okay. Let's rewind because I want to capture that again. So mm-hmm. you weren't living one, one thing, but you you weren't sure on the one thing you should do. Or if you could only do one thing each week, what that would be. And so ultimately you found yourself not using it. So you decided to cancel, which is totally cool. And I asked what the alternative to it was. Right. So what is the alternative? The alternative is to continue to beat my head against the wall constantly because I'm just playing this game every day of not focusing on one thing because I have so many one things and I can't figure out how to get to that one thing. But as miserable as that is, I'm so used to it that it's familiar in an awkward way. It's uncomfortable, but it's a comfortable uncomfortable. Whereas 
like actually stepping out and going after what I want and need is another level of uncomfortable. If you had a time machine and you rewound, how long ago did you join Living Your One Thing? I read the book after the first of the year, listened to the podcast all summer, and I think it was July or August when I joined and, if- and tried really hard for a couple of weeks. Honestly, one of those weeks, my kids were at grandpa and grandma's for the week, so I was I had a lot more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was really, like, eating it up, and then life got back to normal. Okay. So in that moment when life started getting back to normal, if you were able to try and travel back and talk to yourself in that exact moment, knowing what you know now, knowing what the alternative is, what would you say to yourself? I would say ask for help. I would say... God, you might make me cry, um, or I might let myself cry, one of the two. I would say... So, I cry too, ask- by the way, so we're, 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 we can be friends. <laughs> yes. So I would, I would tell myself to not give up because I could be so much farther right now, even though it was only a handful of months ago. Like, some of this pressure and stress that I put on myself could be alleviated, and my business could be that much further. And the problems that have ensued because my business isn't progressing would be less, not gone, but less. And I shouldn't have given up. I should have just, you know, I should have reached out to the community or even sent you an email and been like, hey, this is my situation. How do I fix it? Yeah. And you could have been like, well, that'll cost you $1,000 for an hour phone call. So ask that in the community, but whatever. Or we could have just gone on the phone like we are right now. Yeah. And you're, yeah. Not, even pay- and you're not even paying me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I know I have this great tool in my hands. I just didn't know how to use it. And so I stopped using it. I stopped trying to use it. What's the consequence of reverting back to your old ways over the last few months? Some frustration, some anxiety, some back to square one. Some trying some other things that have proven even harder. So I, there's not, it hasn't really been a huge positive consequence because it's not expensive. Right. You know, you guys aren't charging an arm and a leg for that service. What could we be doing differently so that the other carries that are out there that are that find themselves getting distracted by life and are going, oh my gosh, I'm paying $30 a month for this thing and are questioning what they should be doing. How can, what should we be doing as their accountability partners to step up to say, how can we help? Finding, I mean, I don't know, find a way to uncover them and connect them with each other perhaps because had I known there was another working at home mom or even part, you know, someone similar to my, my lifestyle, my situation, whatever, that we could be like, so, okay, what's your, what's your big rocks? But, you know, like maybe our big rocks would be similar. Is your one thing like meal planning for the week so that you're not running to the drive through in the grocery store every night? Or is your one thing working your business this week? Like, how do you determine which one's more important each week? You know, and I think that some people who own really big businesses that are part of the One Thing community, obviously, like, that's just so far off their radar. Like, some of us are just doing those things. 
right? Do you believe that you don't have enough time to do the things that matter most, Terry? No, I've learned enough in the last nine to 10 months to know that there is enough time and I need to manage it better. I, just, I need to be a better steward of my time and, I, and I'm not. And it's really frustrating some days. What was some of the most helpful things that you learned when you were in the community? Well, I, did, I, I loved the support and the group. Like, I know there's a couple of times I would post something and like the people were just like, just so forthcoming with advice and, and pats on the back and things like that. Like the group, is, the people in there are a huge asset. You know, I, I worked on my 411 like once or twice and I liked the breakdown of it. You know, the, the, what are you doing this month, this week? What, or what should you be doing this month, this week? The, I don't know, the, I can't remember what you call it, but when you start with your someday, you yeah, know, to so your getting clear on your priorities for the year yeah, based on that, which you right. need to accomplish this month to be on track and based on that, which you need to focus on this week. Yeah. When you talk about finding time to be a mom and still focusing on growing your business and having time for all the other things, did you see when you did do a 411, did you see a shift there? I know that there could have been a shift. I didn't stick with it long enough to give it a huge chance. Uh-huh. Because I think that I, I'm going to quote one of you guys, the whole getting comfortable with the monotony of success. Yeah. Not, not willing necess- to endure it. Right, right. There you go. Like, not that I was like already having success, but you know, like getting those habits in place after a while, I suppose it gets boring. You're like, well, I'm doing this again. And so far nothing's happening. Well, I probably wasn't giving it enough time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, if you and, only did it a few times, there's no way. Right. So I needed to take a step back and like, there are no magic bullets. There are no magic wands to say, poof. I mean, I got to get my system figured out and then work my system instead of letting the system work me. When, when you first came into living your one thing, you went through the start here section, you saw all those videos about what's our vision, what's our values, what, what can you expect, all of that. Mm-hmm. What could we have shared with you, Carrie, that would have gotten you into a different mindset they would have managed your expectations better so you could have been more successful. Maybe, and, and this could have been in one, a video that I missed or something because maybe I didn't get far enough, but something like some brutal honesty, you know, this, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna be a huge create result thing by the end of the week. Like this is a system. And if you stick with the system and stick with the community, it will snowball. Uh-huh. It's not an immediate gratification. So kind of like the, did you listen to episode 83, that why accountability starts by looking in the mirror episode? I think that I'm either in the middle of it or it's next up. Then you're in for a sweet, sweet treat. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm having a feeling you're saying it needs to be a video about that. Oh, really? I remember seeing that title, but I don't, I don't think I've listened to it yet. You'll, that, you would know if you listened to it, I promise. I'm in the middle of the, the dad, um, the guy who, like, he got diagnosed with something, yeah, and then yeah. they had the baby. Yeah. That's so where listen. I'm at. So, episode 83, whether you've listened to it already or not, I bet you haven't. Listen to it again. Okay. But I have a feeling 
I mean, I'm just saying, you know, because we're new to this as well. We're still figuring it out. We felt solid about what we created because we did it with our founding members. And then we launched it with the next group of people. And we're, we're still refining and testing the constant improvement. But yeah. it, it's those moments when we seem to not sugarcoat things and to be incredibly candid and direct with people and call them out. No, if you didn't do it, if you didn't do your 411 last week, what, what excuse did you use to justify your inaction? What story are you telling yourself to pacify the fact that you allowed yourself to not get clarity on your priorities for this week? And people yeah. are eating that up because nobody else is, they don't have that person in their life who's calling them to take like that. No, I would, and I, I, oh, I would totally agree with that. that. And that's what I need. And that's what I didn't invest enough time in and stick around for long enough to get to that point. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm hearing you say is if we had, first and foremost, been very clear on the front end about this, these, there's all, here's all the things that you could do. And if you only choose one, this is the one thing you should do. So that we narrow that focus right off the bat from an onboarding standpoint. Number two, we set the expectation around if you can only do one thing each week, it's this. Time block your calendar on this date at this time for this call. If you can't make it, time, find another time to watch it later. And that's the mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. Then have some type of process in place on our end where if we see a person slacking in terms of engagement, that we're able to reach out to them and ask what we can do to help them. What's mm-hmm. stopping them? And then number yeah. three is to be more of a two by four in the face right up front basically saying this is all you yeah it is yes and i think a list i mean not not that you but yeah like do this, read this watch this whatever and then dive in like this is what you need to get your ball rolling yeah and then this is what you need to keep it rolling yeah okay. i don't know that's what would have helped me i don't know i might be maybe i'm too needy you're not too needy you're like everybody else Mm. Everybody's needs. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, you're talking to a very high maintenance individual, just so you know. Oh, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) No, you're, Carrie, you're normal. Okay. Normal. Not, you know, we, we, when we look at our engagement metrics, like it is a minority of people who are logging in and attending the trainings on a consistent basis. Those people are getting stellar results. But we've also designed it so that if you only attended one training for the entire month, it would be it would give you a huge ROI on the thirty dollars that you have invested. Mm-hmm. Where we can be doing a better job is again setting and managing expectations, acting as your accountability partner and getting results by when you're falling behind, because we can see it by the way. We just haven't been as purposeful about at that point in time in the month of checking it and doing something about it. We can absolutely be doing a better job there. And we're starting to realize we need to be that voice of accountability in your life. The more accountability, the better from my perspective. What else can Hmm. I do to help you right now? Well, you can find my one thing. That'd be great. Um. <laughs> sure. Of all the areas of the seven, of all the seven circles, right now, spirituality, physical health, personal relationships, job, 
business or finances? If you could only choose one to make an improvement in first, which would it be? My business. Okay. And what's the one thing you can do for your business such that by doing it makes everything else easier or unnecessary? I need to grow it. Okay. And what's the one thing you can do to grow your business? I need a bigger team. What's the one thing you can do to get a bigger team? Recruiting. And what's the one thing you can do to ensure you recruit? I have to get past the block in my head or whatever I'm creating. It's making it hard for me to have those conversations with people at workshops that I that I do or contacts that I make over Facebook okay. or I have to stop worrying about what people think and I have to just have the conversations with people because I really wholeheartedly believe I have an excellent opportunity to offer and a great product and service. It's not that. It's that I can't, I worry too much about, oh, they're going to think I'm just another one of those MLM people or she's desperate. She just needs somebody else on her team. No, actually, I have really a kick-ass thing for you. Great. What I heard there out of all that whole thing was you need to talk to people, right? Yeah. Less yeah. About the, it's less about which, if you could only do one, focus on eliminating the block or just talking to other people, what's the one that makes the other easier or unnecessary? Talking to people would eliminate the block because I would get comfortable with it and the block would go away. Great. Now let's get specific and measurable because we haven't yet. Eek. What's the one thing you can do every single day such that by doing it would allow you to develop the habit of sharing your opportunity every day? I need a working system so that every day I can be like, I can reach out to however many people, three to five, whatever it is, instead of sitting here staring at Facebook being like, who should I talk to? I need to make it easy. I need to be able to sit down, reach out to five people, and then handle the responses. Great. What's the one thing you can do to make sure you have five people to reach out to? I need to make a list and a, and a calendar and, and then plug the number, the names into my calendar of people. Great. I'm talking to these five people today, these five people tomorrow, these five people, blah, 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 blah. And what's the one thing you can do to make sure you identify five names and get it on your calendar? I need to go sit down and go through all the piles of prospect list that I've made over the last two years <laughs> that I have okay. seen about my office. Okay. And now, we're, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> How much time can you realistically commit on a daily basis to look through your piles to identify five years? I, ha- I honestly got, I have three hours free every morning while my daughter's at preschool. Can so you? I have plenty of time. Can you? And you don't have any, and you don't have time to go through living your one thing. Ooh, accountability moment. Um, <laughs> she just started preschool a couple months ago. Gosh. In my defense, yeah, yeah okay. So, so I expect to see back <laughs> in the community. Um, so, how much time, rain or shine? Not the maximum. I'm asking the minimum. What's okay. the minimum amount of time you can commit on a daily basis to sifting through your piles to identify five? Hour and a half. Lower the bar. 45 minutes. Lower the bar. 30. Lower the bar. 15 minutes. Lower the bar. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Ten, because ten minutes? Because, because if you fast forward and tomorrow you miss and it's 10 o'clock at night and you're done watching Game of Thrones and you just want to go to bed, are you really going to do 15 minutes? No, you're right. How much can right. you do in that moment when you realize you missed and you're just tired? You want to go to bed. All right. I can, I can pull together 10 minutes. All right. Start there. The mark of success has nothing to do with whether or not you made the call. It has to do with whether or not you sat down for 10 minutes to identify five names. The end. What will happen if you fast forward and all of a sudden that's a habit? Mm-hmm. You think you'll start making those calls? Yeah. What will happen if all of a sudden you fast forward and you realize you're struggling to you get 10 minutes? What do you think you should do? Call you. I should back I, it down. To, lower, I should that's right. Lower, lower it down to five. Lower the bar. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because momentum, right? Right. Yeah. It's an easy win to give myself confidence. There you go. Start there. Prove to yourself you can do that. Do you know? Okay. So I take this for what it, I don't know. So I hear this and I'm like, that makes so much sense. But then I think I need to be doing so much more. I'm sure you do. And the first thing I asked, why did you cancel your living one thing? It said, because I got overwhelmed. Because there was so much that I felt like I needed to do and I couldn't do it. So I stopped. Mm-hmm. Not that, I'm not saying that you don't have other things to do throughout the day. No. This is the one thing that you are tracking that you earn an X on a 66-day challenge calendar. That's it. Yeah, you got more to do, but that's not the measure of success. The measure of success is whether or not you sat down for 10 minutes to identify five days. Right. Trust the domino effect. You, you told me that you just didn't trust and stick with the process long enough. And as a result, you reverted back to your old ways and it had to endure things and other hardships that you really shouldn't have had to endure because you did not trust the domino effect. Mm-hmm. And you told me the one area of your entire life that you need to make a change in most is your business. And the one thing you can do is to scale your business. And the one thing you can do to scale your business is to recruit more people. And the one thing you can do to recruit more people is to talk to more people. And the one thing you can do to talk to more people is to identify their names and have them on your calendar. And the one thing you can do to identify more names and have them on your calendar is to physically hold yourself accountable to just 10 minutes every single day identifying five names and putting them on your calendar because that will make your entire business easier or unnecessary. Yeah. That's very profound what you just did right there and impressive. Mic drop for you. There we go. I'm like, I'm sitting here at my computer printing out a 66 day challenge calendar. Bet you are. I really am print right now. Print. Yeah. All right. I expect to see progress on this. How will I know if you're making progress? You probably see my ass back in the One Thing community. When will that happen? (laughs) I'm pretty sure fairly soon. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And if you go tonight, you'll see the weekly check-in where I dress up like Derek Zoolander. Derek who? Zoolander? Oh, 
Zoom in. Okay, sorry. <laughs> see, see, Carrie, Jeff happens to be a good friend of mine, and he asked he asked if I would come and do a training because you know the one thing is actually based on me. I'm pretty sure I inspired Gary Keller. <laughs> nice. That is it, awesome. It totally happened, and in fact, it was really cool. <laughs> the I too was really easily distracted because. I, at one point in time, as a young male model, realized that every amazing male model has a signature pose. And I knew about Lucille. I knew about Latia Gray. I had my vision for Magnum. And I tried to master them all simultaneously. And I failed. But it wasn't until I chose to narrow the focus down to one. And I got Blue Steel down until it became a habit. And then all of a sudden, male model of the year, year after year, everything else was <laughs> easier or unnecessary. Yeah, that happened. Oh, my God. Were you still recording? Because that's fabulous. Oh, yeah. Still recording. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my okay. gosh. That was fantastic. By the way, we're going to have to make this a podcast episode because it's too good. Oh, oh my you wanna, gosh. You want to be on a podcast? Ah, I would love to be on a podcast. If I could help some other moms or people. Moms are people. Moms are people, but you know, moms are people in my too. situation. Moms are people too. Dang it. <laughs> Here's the question: because people are going to listen to this, so oh, I want sh- you to talk. I want you to talk to that person who's in living your one thing right now, who has not held themselves accountable to getting an ROI. What do you say to them before I go into my house and play with my kids? <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up because in a few months, you will be sitting there wondering what the hell you're supposed to be doing. And had you stuck with it, you would probably be way farther ahead than you are right now. And what would you say to that one person who's trying to figure it out on their own right now? Don't do it on your own. Stop being stubborn and ask for help. There we go. All right, my dear. Looking forward to uh, seeing your progress update. I appreciate your time more than you'll ever know. So, well, with with what may shock you is as much value as you got, I got more. That's and I mean that. That's awesome. I'm a little. I am shocked, but I am I am glad that I was able to provide value. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're. I can tell. I know you're committed to living, and that's what this is about. Because that's where we get to leave the legacy. It is. I mean, you guys are on to something, so I want to be part of it. Well, good news. So, you can be. Yeah. All right, my dear. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Carrie Meese. Folks, uh, <laughs> we hope this really brought value to you. I, I know Carrie followed up with me after the fact and said, first and foremost, just being able to have somebody ask her the questions to really break down a big goal into a simple daily action that you can do was so powerful for her. You can do this too, folks. Uh, if it sounds, if you're telling yourself the story that you can't do it, you can. You just got to just practice. You get better every single day. And um, you'll be glad to know that Carrie came back into living the Living Your One Thing community, which you can check out, by the way, at theonething.com slash membership. And what was so interesting is 
when she came in the second time, there was a real, there was a greater sense of purpose in what she was doing. Now she started reserving that time in the morning to do her income generating activities. And what she learned is not only how easy it can be to protect that time and stay consistent with it, but more importantly, when she looks at her three kids, she's modeling for them what it looks like to change your circumstances. She's modeling for them how you get clear on the things that matter most, how you say yes to yourself first, and then how you say yes to everything else in the time that remains. And that is way more valuable. For any of us listening to this who actually have kids, uh, it's one thing to achieve results in your life, but to be able to teach your children how to be the type of people who earn those results, far more rewarding. So Carrie, to you who's listening to this, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for being vulnerable and allowing us to share this. We really appreciate you. And for those of you, thank you for living this every single day. You're starting to figure out that this show is not like everything else. It's not, I'm not just trying to go out and get the big names. This is about showing you how you live the book. And we know so many of you are turning around and sharing this with other people, whether you're texting it to people, whether you're telling them about it, you're making a huge impact because you're helping people understand that they actually can take control of their time. They actually can change the direction for their future if they are willing to accept the fact that they can have everything they want by first and foremost narrowing their focus and doing the things that matter most. We love you guys. We appreciate you. If you would like to take that next step in living your one thing at a higher level, the podcast is amazing. But if you want us to truly be there as your accountability partners in getting results, go to the onething.com slash membership. This is one of the most valuable things we have created and you will be blown away at how much you will be able to change in just the first 30 days. That's the onething.com slash membership. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. 